What's up, Dose of Awakening family? Welcome back to Dose of Awakening podcast. I am your host, Tiara Latrice, and this episode is being recorded on a very special day. It's 420. Shout out to all of my ganja smokers. Whatever, what strain are y'all smoking on? Please do me a favor and let me know that when you hop on this post on social media when I post today's surprise episode. Okay. So listen, we have three topics that we definitely need to get into and discuss because these definitely drew my attention. Okay. So where shall I begin? Where shall I begin? Okay. So I want to start off with what's going on in the case of Ralph Yarl. Okay. For those of you that are either not up on the latest developments in this case with 16-year-old Ralph Yarl. It was announced that there were going to be charges pressed against the man, um, the 84-year-old man by the name of Andrew Lester, who unfortunately took his prune-looking self and in an attempt to... I'm going to say he tried to kill the poor boy because the boy was at the wrong residence, okay? He did not mean to go to that address and... This old man saw a black face, a young black man proceeded to take his hunchback of Notre Dame self, grab his gun, and unfortunately he shot this boy. Now, let me make this clear. If indeed Andrew Lester was successful in having the bullet penetrate a portion of his head leading to his brain, that the injuries could have been fatal. 16-year-old Ralph Yarl could have lost his life. But thankfully, thankfully, he did not. He's at home recovering. Now, in the latest development, it was announced that Andrew Lester pleaded not guilty. That he was, quote, unquote, afraid for his life. And his lawyers are even trying to go the route of trying to say that, um, They want to utilize this whole stand your ground law thing, right? And I'm just like, are you serious? This was not the instance of, you know, a young black male trying to break into someone's house. He waited patiently for someone to open the door. He didn't have a weapon. He didn't say anything. And this old man just proceeded to to shoot him, okay? So, yeah, he pled not guilty, okay? And it just baffled me. But what else will baffle you is this, okay? So CNN interviewed Andrew Lester's grandson. And the reactions on social media were so varying, okay? Like, it, it when you see this man, okay, when you see this man admit that his grandfather has racist tendencies, that was all I needed to hear. Okay, so I hope this completely dismantles this whole he was a afraid old man who was just defending his home when there wasn't a damn thing to defend. There was nothing he was defending. Okay, he was defending his white life and decided that, hey, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back old school. But I want y'all to listen to what his grandson had to say. And for those of you that'll be watching the visuals of this podcast you're gonna see this young man's face for you so listen the cornrows baby the cornrows listen someone put some extra seasoning in his grits okay he can come to the cookout damn his granddaddy 
But let's listen to what um, his grandson had to say, okay? His grandson's name is Clint Ludwig, okay? And he was speaking to Don Lemon on CNN. So let's listen to what Clint, soul brother Clint, had to say. This country happens over and over again where people get away with killing unarmed innocent black people. And it's uh, I would have had the same energy for any other case like I've had over and over again in this country, like I said. But... So it's the right thing to do. And people need to speak out and not make any excuses for this kind of behavior and this uh, violence. So you said for killing innocent black people, the prosecutor in this case has suggested that there was a racial component to it. Do you believe your grandfather is racist? Uh, I believe he holds, holds racist tendencies and beliefs. Why do you say that? Uh, he's just a stock american christian male it's a uh, older this country happens over Ooh, and over again it don't sound like his grandson is a big fan of his granddaddy child mm. he stood up the granddaddy mm. very good now i don't know how the rest of his family is gonna feel about this i'm doing this interview on the cnn the end but to openly admit that your granddaddy has racist tendencies is very telling and I commend Clint Ludwig for speaking out against his granddaddy. I mean, it's about damn time. I mean, every time we see a crime happen in this country, it's very rare that we see members of a family speak out against the accused in cases like this. So for the grandson, who who I want to let y'all know from my perspective is breaking a generational curse. And I hope that that's what this is. Okay, but if he's taking it upon himself to break a generational curse of racism in his family, i.e. with his granddaddy, I commend that. I give that young man a round of applause. Okay, and Clint can come to the cookout. He sure can. And I'm proud of him because the thing for me is this. Okay, if Ralph, if Andrew Lester was so afraid of 16 year old Ralph Lauren, y'all. Okay, let's be honest. First of all, the way that man walked into the courtroom like a slug on a prune stick. If Ralph y'all was so threatening, okay, as slow as he walked, if he wanted to rob him, like, listen, he could have just did it in, in, in a few seconds flat the way that man was walking. That man had to walk his hunchback self to go grab his gun, walk back, and, and do what he did to this young man, okay? So your life couldn't have been that much in danger. You think you, you clearly can't outrun a 16-year-old, Okay. You clearly can't outrun a six-year-old. As slow as his snail-looking self was walking in that damn courtroom, I said, scared of what? If anything, that young man was scared of you, okay? So I go on ahead with your little attorney and use his whole stand-your-ground law. I just know one thing. If Andrew Lester gets away with this crime, it's going to cause an uproar. It's going to cause an uproar. And I, I, for one, will not be mad about it. But they better make sure that they handle this case correctly. Okay? This young man made a mistake. Okay? He wasn't trying to harm anyone. He was picking up his younger siblings. Why on earth could you just have not asked this young man what he was there for and at which point y'all could have deduced that he was at the wrong address and he could have went on about his way it should not have led to this young man having to suffer gunshot wounds okay but grandson said that granddaddy racist oh let me be specific racist tendencies and and that's the that's it that's how the cookie crumbles 
your granddaddy, unfortunately, granddaddy Andrew, don't like black folks. And we just gonna have to accept that, especially when it comes to this whole trial. He grandson said my granddaddy got racist tendencies. That's that's putting it on, on wax. That's in black and white. So racist granddaddy, um, whatever sentence they give you, and you better get sentenced, you better get prosecuted around here. It is what it is at this point. Okay, because we're not gonna sugarcoat it. Okay, racism is still very common in this country, it is not going anywhere, and as we can see. 84-year-old Andrew Lester came from the era of the 1930s, okay, when racism was still very much alive and unfortunately, well, and even, you know, stronger back then. See, back then, if we had social media back in the 30s, Lord have mercy, like, who knows how many crimes we could have caught. But now that we're in this day and age where people have to be held accountable, where we have, you know, what I would like to call civil rights lawyers and activists, you know, coming to the aid of these families that suffer these kinds of tragedies. We have no choice but to hold these people accountable. Speaking of holding people accountable, this next story all I'm going to say is I don't want to hear nothing from anyone else. The next time I question the authenticity of someone's, you know, struggle, because when this news broke out, okay, in regards to the victim, one of the victims of that Mexico kidnapping a few weeks back and people questioned, you know, if these people were really there, you know, just to get, you know, um, a cosmetic procedure done or what they really were there for. Listen, I hate to say it, but this next story does not paint this woman in a good light. Okay. Now y'all know um, who Latavia Washington McGee is. Okay. She was the one that her and the four and the three others went down to Mexico so that she could get, um, I believe it was liposuction, something, something, I forget what the procedure was, but either way it led to two, of the travelers being killed unfortunately by the kidnappers the cartel and you know ever since then you know they she finally did an interview with cnn but then after you know people started to say you know what you know hearing the story and hearing what happened to them it sounds horrific it sounds scary blah 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 you know people were starting to lower their guard and extend their empathy towards the situation and the people that, you know, managed to, to live just for this announcement to be revealed. So apparently Latavia Washington McGee was arrested recently. Okay. And the reason is going to completely just be like, wait, what? Like, how? But let's get into it. So one of the surviving members of a deadly kidnapping in Mexico, which led to international news, was arrested Saturday in connection to an incident back in February. Okay, an investigation report details two different fights at an apartment complex on Spivey Avenue between the same group of people who were not identified. It's unclear what role McGee played to result in charges being filed. Okay. Girls involved in a previous school fight are described returning to the scene with their mom and grandmother. According to an incident report, the record states the grandmother grabbed the shirt and hit someone, advising people to go inside. The people reporting the incident then told police the mother pulled a pistol from her purse and waved it around before leaving the scene with her family. The incident happened on February 17th, which was just weeks before she left for the trip that captured the world's attention. 
okay? So one of McGee's attorneys commented, commended Myrtle Beach police for allowing McGee to spend time with her family after returning from Mexico on March 8th before they made their arrest. This charge was in no no way related to the torture and death that McGee went through. Cummings said he believes this charge will be dismissed. So long story short, from what we gathered, this woman was indeed um, um, facing charges for basically taking her daughter to a fight. Okay. Now, while they say it's not connected, you got to admit, okay, in addition to all the other things we've heard about this woman, okay, this means, you know, people feel like her character is questionable. Because here you are, you know, getting locked up, getting arrested, okay? We're just supposed to be focusing on you being the victim of this, you know, kidnapping from the cartel. And now we find out that you indeed were um, facing charges for this fight. Now, if the charges get dismissed, they get dismissed. But this is why people have spoken out on social media and said, listen, we're not falling for the okie doke. We don't believe that this woman was a victim or like an actual victim at all. We don't believe, you know, the character that she's trying to, you know, put out there to the world. And I understand why people feel that way. But I had to clarify that, you know, this was not related to the Mexico um, kidnapping situation. This indeed was, you know, a case of, you know, what typically happens in the hood. You know, kids get into a fight. And, you know, sometimes the parents do get involved, okay? So, therefore, <laughs> it says that her mugshot was published on the Myrtle Beach Police Department's website. And South Carolina legislator defines this charge as any person over the age of 18 knowingly and willingly encouraging a minor to do acts, including but not limited to violating any law or any municipal ordinance, to become and be ungovernable or habitually disobedient and beyond the control of his or her parent to without just cause and without the consent of his or her parent guardian or other custodian repeatedly desert his or her home or place of abode okay so trust i get why people say this does not paint her in a positive light okay you know after you done survived such a horrible ordeal now you're getting locked up for you know encouraging your child to do quote-unquote a violent act now, if you research this woman, y'all gonna find out some things about her in her past. And, you know, you would hope that she would have learned from those mistakes and, you know, better herself. But clearly this woman has some personal things outside of this kidnapping incident that have raised red flags on social media. And trust me, I get it. Okay. When it comes to anything surrounding black people, anything that happens to our people, let's be very clear. You have to make sure that, especially when you are now being painted to be in the the aspect of being a victim you want to keep that so you know people will continue to be concerned about your ordeal you getting locked up for encouraging your child to fight or anything as far as that nature doesn't make you look favorable so miss latavia i'm going to encourage you to please please get yourself together child because this is not the first instance of you getting into trouble in any kind of way Y'all do your research and figure that out. If you've been a member of my channel, then you already know the vibes. I already put it out there. But th- this is crazy. You go from being, you know, a victim and wanting the world to, you know, to garner your sympathy to now you got a mugshot. Just weeks after the fact. Like, this ain't even a whole year and you already got a mugshot. Like, girl, another one? You in trouble again? Are we supposed to? Okay. 
I pray for my people. I seriously do. Because this don't make no sense. Okay. Y'all supposed to be at home grieving the loss and everything. And now y- y'all got to deal with what happened in Mexico. Then, you know, having to get bail and having to go to court for this. And folks be focusing on getting justice for your family. It, this is too damn much. This is just too much. But I get it, y'all. Okay. But it, 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 it damn sure doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth. Okay. Now you're going to have to be able to say, well, this unrelated. You shouldn't feel that. I can feel whatever I want to feel. Because people question this woman's character from the beginning. The minute they saw her, they questioned it. Do I feel bad of what happened to those victims in, in Mexico? Absolutely. I don't believe anyone should have been subject to being, you know, killed or being kidnapped. That's horrible. No matter what reason they were there for. But this don't help. This don't help. This does not help. Okay? It just don't. It just don't. It just don't. And finally, I hate to say this, but I think social media might owe Mama D an apology. I hate to say it. I hate to say this, but I think social media owes Mama D an apology. Because she might have been right about the BAM. She might have been right about the BAM. So, um, first of all, I'm going to give a shout out to my girl, Tina Marie, because she um, did some coverage on this on her YouTube channel. So, for those of you that are listening on the podcast stations, make sure you guys check out the Tina Marie show on um, YouTube. Okay? She uploaded one of the clips in regards to this situation. But I wanted to give my complete thoughts on this because me and her were talking yesterday and I was like oh my god this is ridiculous but please check out her channel but let me just get into it okay so those of you that follow the storyline on love and hip-hop and I'm gonna say storyline just because but um apparently this is some real life real life stuff now Bambi and Scrappy um done got married and everything they got three kids together shout out to the babies but um apparently Bambi and Scrappy are no longer able to coexist in the same space um they're heading towards divorce okay and i assume this will play out on the next season of love and hip-hop atlanta even though i hear that love and hip-hop is going to be going in a different direction but i'm pretty sure this will have to be included so they're headed for divorce you know bambi's been online you know making um subliminal comments at um scrappy um she made a diss song in regards to him she's been taking jabs at scrappy's first child's mother erica dixon shout out to erica dixon i've, I've loved her from every season i've seen her on love and hip-hop she's one of my favorites and I, I make that known okay but yesterday okay i'm sorry no two days ago um scrappy's daughter imani was on instagram live and let me make this clear imani was on live discussing her being happy about the fact that she's going to be graduating this girl is 18 she's about to graduate high school so she's on to do you know great things in her life i assume she's going to college but she was talking about that and then like usual fashion some people came into the chat and we're asking her about Bambi. And her exact response was, please stop asking me about my stepmom. Stop asking me about that lady. Do you see me around her? Do you see her near me? No, so stop asking me about her. She wasn't being disrespectful, okay? She didn't say, oh, F her. or Does. She didn't go in. She didn't drag. She didn't do any of that. But instead of Bambi just accepting the fact that Imani just said, you know, don't ask about her like Imani has done on other lives. And I have seen this when people ask about her dad or ask about her mother. She will not answer those questions. It's like, you're either going to listen to what I'm talking about or 
that's that but don't ask about my parents and don't ask me about my stepmother or who she referred to as that lady so bambi gets petty and proceeds to post a picture online and hashtag it or should i say caption it i'm that lady and then from what we hear from imani is that um bambi after this whole um instagram live clip hit the blogs mainly um nine mag tv um that bambi unfollowed her on instagram the next thing we know now me personally i i definitely blame bambi and i also blame scrappy a little bit and i, I gotta keep it all the way 100 and tell y'all why but i'm mainly bambi because bambi could have handled this in an entirely different fashion but let me show you what i'm talking about since you're not confused so she proceeds to go on to instagram okay and post the picture that i mentioned okay now this now mind you this is a picture of a green screen you know her being uh, behind a green screen um i'm not sure if this is for an upcoming season or whatever there go my girl tina marie right this is giving it's yeah it is giving childish girl it is it is giving childish okay so she posts that picture and i'm just like okay first of all you're you're in your 40s okay imani is 18 you even making a subliminal response to an 18 year old is ridiculous okay and mind you this is supposed to be your soon to be ex-husband's child what's wrong with you see that right there you already knew things were going to go left from there now i don't know what happened in between all of this okay but the next thing you know bambi and child to gossip of the city okay bambi proceeds to go onto her instagram story and post these dry receipts so let's read it It says y'all so mad because i'm really that lady but she'll never be anything other than that N-words baby mama at Miss Erica Dixon since you want to play with me. The reason why I never liked your A-double snakes is because since your child was eight years old, she confided in me about you bullying her and two-piecing her. And I let people think otherwise and never spoke up because Scrap was handling it with the court and she was underage. But B-word F you. It's up and here is one incident report of many. Now pipe the F down. And show some respect to that lady that consoled your baby after you busted her, you know what, all those times. So, first of all, then she posts some, you know, police report that's supposed to be public record. Now, if you zoom in and read this police report, whatever this is, this is merely in regards to a, you know, a custody issue in regards to Imani being over at Scrappy House with bambi and who was supposed like when she was supposed to pick her up like this is this is lightweight okay like people just see police report like oh snap da 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 but then there were some other things that were revealed there were some other things that ended up being revealed in the midst of this so she posted this police report and first of all i'm like why would you post that even if there was you know a domestic situation as a matter of fact you all hold on one second i need to take a quick 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 break give me one second
Okay, so we're back with that lady. <laughs> we're back with that lady. Okay, so boom. So after we get through this, now I don't understand why she would post that police report. Like if something did happen to Imani, okay, why would you blast that on the internet? No one needed to know about this particular situation. That was no one's business, okay? And you trying to use that as a jab at Erica. And it really wasn't a jab because everything that, and we come to find this out later, everything that she was trying to do to Erica with Scrappy's help did not fall through. So, you know, Imani was tired, child. And I understand it. Like, she's 18 now. And one thing I said definitely when I was in the blog comments, I was like, listen, you gotta be careful how you treat these kids because they don't forget a thing. They never forget, okay? So while you think they're just sitting back and just accepting things as they are, um, they're actually taking notes, okay? Now, I'm not gonna play what Imani said, but um, let's just say that she basically put Bambi on blast, okay? I'm gonna let y'all, you know, see her, but I'm not gonna play what she said because, you know, from Erica's wishes, she doesn't, she doesn't want Imani to get involved. And I respect Erica's wishes, so that's why I'm not gonna play what Imani said. But you can check out Gossip of the City to see what all that Imani had to say, but I'm gonna sum it up. So long story short, um, she's always felt that Bambi didn't really care about her. Um, she's also felt a level of disdain towards Bambi because of the way she addresses her parents in the media and that basically saying like you know if you love me you wouldn't be doing all these things that you're doing she claims that Bambi is not a good mother that um she does not do anything on her own that she's not self-sufficient and explained the reason why Mama D and Bambi's mother, I believe her damn, what's the what's her mama's name? I'm gonna figure it out. Um, but the real reason why Mama D does not rock with Bambi's mother, and it has to deal with the fact that Bambi's mother called Imani a label whore. Okay, now this is a, a older woman saying that a child is a label whore. Meanwhile, her daughter is dripped down to the nines and expensive clothes and everything of that nature. So it's very confusing as to why you are ridiculing a child. Why you are ridiculing a child for, you know, whatever her preference may be. And again, you got, listen, you look at her, who her father is, look at who her mom is. Like, let's be very clear. Her mom is a self-sufficient um, entrepreneur on her own. Her mom does, she, her mom has a wig line. She also does clothing as well. So, you know, um, Imani comes from that kind of life. So even if she did like name brands, you know, that's her preference. Now, I, I'm not here to say how people should or should not raise their kids things that they should or should not want for themselves. But it should not be to the point where an older woman is calling a child a label whore. That's inappropriate. So that's where the real smoke comes between Mama D and Bambi's mother and why, you know, Mama D always felt a way towards the BAM. That's why Mama D keeps, you know, bigging up Erica Dixon. That's why Mama D is always around um, Shay. Because she doesn't rock with the BAM at all. And granted, you know, I believe there were times that she tried to make it work with the BAM. But it was, you know, it was pointless. Because look at where everything is going now. But now I want y'all to hear what Erica says that Scrap, that Bambi and Scrappy try to do to her. And, and this is downright disgusting. And Scrappy, I'm going to get in your ass too for this one. So let's go on ahead and listen. So I'm going live because <laughs> I'm in a good place. I'm just life is good. Money is good. Like misery definitely loves company. Miserable people at that. But I'm going live because it it just 
it's crazy to me how <laughs> you still on these abuse allegations, Bambi. You and Scrappy tried to have my kids taken from me. Like I said, y'all were some miserable people. You still are miserable. You're so bothered by me, love. And I guess you're just going to continue to be. And, and I get it. If I wasn't me, I'd be bothered by me too. But here's the thing. Anybody can make a police report. I can go do a police report now and say, I seen bruises or seen some shit. You know what I'm saying? On the money. Any, it's a police report. But what you need to post is the paperwork from the whole investigation. Because I went through everything. Because I ain't got nothing to hide. My kids are well taken care of. And see, me love, I can do it with or without a man. That's the difference. So I'm not going to go back and forth with you on social media. I'm not tagging you in no stories or nothing. Like we just sat down and talked. It got heated. You got up and walked away. So everything that you're saying online, we can meet again. Like I'm open to it. Let's, let's meet again. And you... So when I heard that part, I was already floored because I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean that Bambi and Scrappy tried to get your kids taken away? Now, let's be very clear about the situation as to what actually happened. So Imani got in trouble, I guess, for being smart at the mouth. And Erica popped her. Okay, Erica popped her, whatever, whatever. Now, of course, you know, when you can clearly tell, and this is something that kids, you know, do, especially when they're in, you know, two different households. They at some point feel as if they have to be on one side when they're around one side of the specific family. Then when they get to the other side, you know, it's a whole other, you know, different story and ordeal. I for not one second think that Erica Dixon is an abusive mother. You can clearly tell she's about her business and you can tell by, you know, how well-mannered Imani is that she definitely has done a good job raising her. And I commend Erica for that. I even give, you know, Scrappy as his credit and everything. But this is where I got to get in Scrappy's ass. Because first of all, there should never be a situation where you allow a woman, whether it's your wife or not, to try to do dirty a woman that you yourself have a child with versus trying to get an understanding as to what transpired during that situation. Okay, so y'all banding together to try to get her children taken away is disgusting disgusting it's deplorable and scrappy you i don't know if you've apologized to erica for what you have done but you you should be practically kissing her feet for the fact that not only did you try to basically throw this woman under the bus after all the chances and all the passes she's given you over the course of y'all co-parenthood and still to this day is still trying to give you a chance to even be in your daughter's life so that's where you gonna have to sit back and do some reflecting. Ain't no cootie cat that good to make you sit up here and do something like that to the mother of your child, whom you know is not abusive, whom you know when you fell short, had to pick up your pieces. So for you banning with the bam, it's disgusting, okay? And it's clearly evident that it was not, it was not successful because Erica has all of her children. Erica, like I said earlier, is an entrepreneur. She takes care of her business and, sh and her and her, her family are good. Now, the thing that baffles me is Bambi was so pressed to bring up whatever Erica's personal situation may be with the father of her, um, her set of twins. Okay. But in a day, you're about to be a big mama yourself. Like you're not going to be married to Scrappy. You're not going to be married to him. 
you're gonna go off to whoever the next highest bidder is and you're gonna have your nanny and your personal chef and all that stuff and you're gonna and now you're gonna be the bitter baby mama okay because you were so pressed to get this man to put a ring on it sitting up here having babies now now you got three kids with a man whom you are not going to be married to meanwhile scrappy's at the gym getting himself together getting himself aligned and in tune you know he's you know doing what he needs to do as far as his career goes but you went overboard you went overboard so now when we go through all of this like it's like like this was too much okay and bambi as a parent should not have gone any of these routes okay would you want something and but now you got the karma coming to collect because here's imani telling the world that you don't properly take care of your children that you need assistance you need scrappy's help you need the nanny's help you need your mother's help and you're practically never with your children so everything you try to do to erica came back tenfold and bit you in the ass because you refused to be humble and it's gonna continue to hit you in the ass until you humble yourself and, and change your navigation on your on your spiritual gps because you you ain't living right I ain't saying this woman's out here, you know, doing any kind of, you know, anything illegal, but you ain't doing right. And it's now coming out in, in the wash and the wash is not clean. So now that we know all of this information and, and you have to even give Erica more credit. Cause honestly, for the fact that this situation happened where scrappy, scrappy and Bambi try to get her, ch- all her children taken away. And she didn't even bring it to social media. That lets you know who the mature party is in the situation. She could have put all of that on blast. She could have exposed all of that information on the internet, but she did not until Bambi got beside herself and called herself responding in a petty fashion to an 18 year old. Okay. But now that we're seeing all of this, my dose of awakening family, I hate to say it, but maybe Mama D wasn't too off after all. Because everybody was like, you know, why doesn't Mama D stay out of Scrappy and Bambi's relationship? She keeps going online, making sneak digits. Well, look at how she treated her granddaughter. So now Mama D's outrage and her lashing out and her doing lives and talking, you know, smack about her on social media makes sense. Because she said one day everything is going to come out and lo and behold, who we thought was going to be the bearer of information ended up not being Mama D, Scrap, Bambi, or you know, it ended up coming from the youngest out of everybody, Imani. So maybe we owe some apologies to Mama D. And she wasn't crazy after all. And she wasn't bitter after all. She wasn't trying to control her son's life after all. There's some deep seed. And I'm and honestly, I'm pretty sure there's more where that came from. I think that was just the tip of the iceberg. You know, what what made the cookie completely crumble, child? Like, there, there had to be more. There had to be more. There had to be more. And this is just, you know, what they can actually put out. Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of things Imani could have said. And, and Imani said enough for me. Imani said enough for me but you know Mama D did come out yesterday and she did speak on the situation and you know I think she did it in a very tasteful manner so we're just gonna play you know a portion of what she said so this way you guys can hear it from her I mean she ends up talking about Freaknik or something but I was actually (laughs) I was actually in the live comments watching Mama D and you know for some reason you know, Mama D, Mama D is even in the midst of her, you know, being right. She is still petty and y'all gonna have to catch the shade. But let me tell you, I know Mama D can't wait to get her good wig on and her makeup and her lashes on and say basically like, see, I told y'all 
y'all was over here roasting me, dragging me, and, and now look, the grandbaby done told the truth. So let's look at what Mama D had to say. Shout out to Mama D, man. <laughs> so I felt necessary. Let's go back to Freaknik. Yeah. So I felt necessary to be honest. I'm not bothered. I probably will not be on any documentary or anything, but I don't care. But people, you don't have to lie. Now, hold on. Let me get this clip off. This ain't the right one. I need to go to the one where she was addressing the scandal. So, hold on. Let me go to the neighborhood talk. I think that's where it is. Let's see what she says. I'm going to get it real quick. I'm going to get it real quick. Because this <laughs> Mama D trip. Yo, Mama D is a trip. Like, I, I need to spend one day with Mama D, seriously. I need to spend one day with her because I, I'm just sure she's full of wisdom, pettiness, and wine. Like, I'm just sure that's just what it is. But you got to give the credit. You got to give the credit. You got to give the credit, y'all. Hold on. We're going to see where this damn clip is at. Okay. Mm, maybe it's in the shade room. It's very possible. Let's see. I don't mind discovering stuff in real time. Shit. It is what it is. You, you, you got time. <laughs> Let me see. Okay, here we go. I got it. I got it. So we're going to hear Mama D's account of things. Now, she she claims she ain't going to be in no freak, Freaknik documentary. And, and I hope not. I hope we do not see Mama D in Freaknik. But let's see. Um, my family is going through is very disturbing. Um, it's crazy. My son is about to lose his mind. Um, my granddaughter's back, and I have Erica's back because I would not address an 18 year old for nothing. You couldn't pay me to do that. It could be your 18 year old. I would never, I would just, no. Mm-mm. I would never display childlike ways pray for us thank you yeah the palace but you know what guess what uh, God got it see y'all got the you know how we when we when we pray or we talk to Jesus and we say God help me so you can't get it to him and take it back you can't you know you can't take give God the problems you know You know, you can't take it back. You got to give it to him. When you give it to him, let him have it, okay? Let him have it. So, it's going to get okay because this too shall pass. And I admit it. I'm not going to. Yeah, my granddaughter money is a good girl. You know, she's an A student. You know, she meant nothing by it. Talk about that woman. You know. Yeah, she's still a child. So why would you address the 18 year old? But you know what? Everybody that tells you they mature ain't mature because you can tell by the actions. Cause I done show <laughs> go back with nobody 18 year old child. Amen, mommy. And I like that sentiment that she said. You can't give God your problems and take it back. That is a very strong statement. Go ahead, Mama D, get deep with us. I'm glad she said that because yeah, that's true. You you can't you can't surrender. Let, as a matter of fact, let, let me break this down for y'all because this is gonna be probably one of the deepest things that I can say out of this entire situation. When you surrender 
like truly surrender you know you're saying it's out of my hands i'm giving this over to god i'm giving this over to my higher power i'm giving this over whatever you want to call it but you're giving it over and allowing it to work out and do what it needs to do in its due time and due process okay so her saying that is a very strong testimony and I gotta put that out there. I'm glad that she said something like that. Because that's with anything you go through in life, any type of challenge or any type of tribulation or trial you go through, when you give it over, it, there there is no okay, you need it done in this time. It's it's when it's whenever God makes it to work it out through that energy so that you can maneuver through and make it through that time. Okay. So by her saying that to me, like listen, Mama D got her ways, but when she get into that word, man, like, like she really get into that word, and that's strong. So please note that in your memory banks as a valuable lesson. You can't give God your problems and take it back. Once you give it over, it's given. And lo and behold, it's it's looking more and more like Mama D was not wrong. So I'm going to give Mama D her flowers on this broadcast and say, you know what? People thought she was tripping and she was just jealous and trying to control your son's life. No, it wasn't wasn't none of that. Something ain't right about the bam. Because I'll be damned. Like, listen, unless it's a thing where, like, first, like, Imani's not just even just an 18 year old she's like this is supposed to be a person that was technically supposed to be a part of your family okay when you married Scrappy you married into his family meaning that Imani became a part of your family and you putting this out there on social media was completely tacky and tasteless okay because it led to a can of worms being opened that I'm not even sure that she was ready for. She forgot that Imani has been paying attention, dotting I's, crossing T's, and been taking names and numbers. And she don't forget a thing. Okay? Because Imani even said, you know, me and this lady are not as cool as you think we are. And she was referencing that to other castmates on Love and Hip Hop that had Bambi's back. Like, listen, y'all don't know everything that's going on. You see what she wants you to see. We are not cool like that. We're not close like that. When I go to my father's house, I'm in my room by myself. I'm not really interacting with that lady. But I felt Imani. I said, I understand where this young woman is coming from. And she did it in a way where it's like, listen, like, leave my family alone. But she still wasn't distasteful in her response to everything that Bambi was putting out there. But Bambi, you should be ashamed of yourself. And Scrappy, you better learn from this, okay? Because out of all the women that we've seen Scrappy deal with outside of, you know, Erica, you know, Bambi is the only one that seems to be the most pressed, to feel like she's outshining Erica in any kind of way. Meanwhile, Erica's like, I've been there and I've done that. And at any given moment, if I want it again, I can have it again. So you didn't win a prize. If anything, you just gained three babies. Okay. You get your love and hip hop check. You get your bl- your green screen time. You get you get all that. Like, But you didn't really gain anything. What you gained was a possibility of getting your ass because of something that Erica said during her broadcast was like, listen, Atlanta's small. I'm going to see you around. And you you played around with something that you don't... And I, for one, believe... I don't care how tall Bambi is. I think Erica could whip Bambi ass and I would sit there and, you know, if I was still in that kind of, you know, life, I probably would have been the one to say, let me hold the camera and said, world star. But baby, like, Bambi, you done messed up, girl. You really have. You have. And Mama D, I'm going to give you credit on this one. Oh, Lord have mercy. Now, I said a storyline, but this is some serious stuff. When the kids start getting involved and feeling some kind of way, you know that's when it's really real, okay? But there you have it. 
the dose of awakening family thank you so much for listening again you guys can watch this on all major streaming podcast platforms um spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. but make sure you guys tune in and listen i hope you enjoyed this broadcast and we'll be back with other topics very very soon we'll be live again this saturday so make sure you guys tune in and watch and just thank y'all so much for being a part of the dose of awakening family and don't forget i am your virtual podcast alarm clock it's time to wake it up be good y'all